we're, we're recording. Cool. We're recording now. I'm just going to yeah. put my laptop over here mm -hmm. so it's out of the way because we're in, we're in a car. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know if people knew that. Yeah, well, kind of. They kind of. Uh, I probably should do the introductions. Uh, yep. I'll move the microphone. It's a very cramped setup. <laughs> it's a very yes. cramped setup we got in here. Uh, but. Welcome to the podcast. We got we got my friend. I think we can call friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah we will say friend. Yeah, uh, Lisa Sharp hey. has joined the podcast. Wow. Lisa Sharp, Lisa Sharpie. No, Lisa Sharp's fine. There's an e oh, on people the end. do call me Sharpie. <laughs> really? I have been introduced at comedy. Sharpo. 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 <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Thanks Jack. That was a long introduction. It was a long introduction. You're a comedian extraordinaire. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Philanthropist. Try to be. <laughs> We try. You try? So, yeah, oh, welcome to yes. the podcast. You, you haven't listened to it. They're, they're all very different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is just, we just, we just have a little, we have a chat. That sounds good. Yeah. So, what, 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 how's, how's comedy been going? Uh, <laughs> very broad question. Yeah. No, it's, Because it's, it's after festival. After festival, yeah, it's After going. festival. You did I did Darwin? a show. I went to... No, I didn't go to Dubbo. I went Darwin. to Dubbo. Dubbo. Um, the Australian D names always... <laughs> let's not talk let's, about Dubbo. Let's not talk um, about Dubbo? No, it's fine. Wiped we clean from the record. <laughs> no, I learned a lot in Dubbo. Yeah? Um, basically, don't go to Dubbo. No, Dubbo was great. Uh, I visited... Yeah, I, I don't know if we have any Dubbo. I don't know if we have any Dubbo listeners. No, it was, no, nothing wrong with Dubbo. I have relatives in that area, but... Uh, oh. It was my show. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. It was in a big RSL auditorium room, and as you're doing a show, there were announcements over the thing. Like, right. Um, so it was, you know, you always learn from those things, and you have to, yeah, deal with it. And it was good. By the third show, um, I was happy with that one. That's good. That's <laughs> at least you, yeah. your own little KPI was like yeah. ticked. <laughs> And I saw some old friends of mine. There was a lot of Northern Rivers comedians where I've come from, actually there, which was weird. It, it was good to catch up. So you're from up in Dubbo? Yeah, no, I'm from Northern New South Wales. I'm no. from Byron Bay. Byron Bay? Yeah. You're, you're from Byron. You're from Byron. <laughs> oh my, I didn't know you are from Byron Bay. <laughs> yeah, I'm mean from Byron. Um, oh my goodness. So you're like full, <laughs> full hippie, full... Um, no. That Byron or... Surfer chick. Surfer chick. Um, to right. Melbourne. I grew up there. I grew up in Ballina, actually, just near Byron. But my kids and I lived in Byron. I've got to stop saying it like that. Um, Byron. And have you seen, yeah, have you seen the new Netflix show Byron Bay? No. Have I've you been? Heard about it. <laughs> Do you think it's a representation of what it's like there? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> the Byron people are furious, but they they don't like the reflection on themselves because they're all fucking. Oh, can I swear? Yeah, you can swear. Um, you can swear. That's Fuck. why I left Byron. They're full of wankers. It's overpriced, overrated, over the. But was it the same growing up there, or did, no, has, no. did it like transform? It changed. It changed. Mm, Byron was gorgeous. It was a tiny. We used to call it Boring Bay. We, we'd go, what? oh, we don't, we'd be in Ballina going, oh, do we have to go to Boring Bay? And my dad <laughs> used to make us go there because it was the only place still left with um, where you could get chocolate milk in a bottle. And <laughs> boring so, Bay. We have to go chocolate to Boring milk, Bay to get chocolate milk. Because <laughs> it changed. It was a whaling town, and then it went to hippies. Surfers, they say the hippies found it. Surfers loved it, and the, they used to say yuppies. You probably haven't heard yeah. that. Oh, yuppies, no, yuppies. It, so now the young businessmen. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it's yeah. Look, it's still beautiful. But all my family are up there, and I fly. Actually, I'm going back on Wednesday. I go back and forth a lot. 
yeah. because I can. And um, surfing yeah. still? or Not as much. I moved to Melbourne. We got locked down as soon as I moved here, which was great. Oh, you moved just before, before yeah, the lockdown? Yeah, the big one. So Fuck. my comedy career, was, my comedy was going really well in, the North, in New South Wales, but... And I thought, oh, I'll take it to Melbourne. And then we got, I did one gig at Voltaire. Um, <laughs> classic, we love it. Classic. <laughs> um, and then we locked down. So, yeah, so my, it, I went different ways. That's how I found Collarts, where I met you. Yes. Um, in the lockdown. So The, the university Collarts that we both attend. <laughs> yes, yes. You're an alumni now. Yeah, I'm an alumni. I graduated. I know. Oh, now I have to do real work. I know. I don't want to leave. No. <laughs> it's nice. Then you have to find a real job. I know. It's nice. Oh, oh, sorry. That's, that's very rude of me. I'm getting oh, a phone shit. call. You're so famous. I know. Oh it's literally God. Aiden. <laughs> it's I was literally say, the it's famous. A jo- it's a gig. It's oh. literally the famous Aiden Wilcox. <laughs> He's jealous. He can hear us. It's like, why haven't you interviewed me? Yeah. Well, I. Oh. He, yeah. No, <laughs> I'm just getting people on. He'll, I'll have him on eventually. I'll yeah. know all the listeners are itching yeah. for the Aiden episode. <laughs> I just think it'll be funny if I never interview him. <laughs> Keep them waiting. Exactly. So, you, you, did you move down to Melbourne for the comedy? Uh no, not entirely. There was a lot of reasons, family reasons, family and reasons, right. just my partner's from here originally, and it was time to go. Um, yeah. And I don't regret it. I love Melbourne. Melbourne's pretty good. I really love it. You like Melbourne? You're liking I, your time here? Well, w- while we're, like, open. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no. sure you didn't like have us having, like, the longest lockdowns. Oh, I didn't mind. You know what? It's It was nice. For, well, look, my partner and I had essential jobs. We work in disability. So right. we... Um, and it was the first time we'd lived together. We'd been together for eight years. We've got six kids between us. So it was kind of nice. We just... We had, um, I had oh, some good. savings, so we just built veggie gardens and did all the usual things. But oh. And I learned to drive in, Mel- like, without all the traffic. I yeah. learned to find places. So by the time we came out of lockdown, I was, yeah, there's still yeah. a lot of things I want to do and see in Victoria, but um, we haven't done that yet. But, yeah, absolutely love that. I love the diversity of it. That, that's yeah. what you don't get in Byron. It's too white and it's too... <laughs> It's too, it's too yeah. hot, too, um, I don't know. The same I mean. kind of people. It's all the same. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, because yeah, I felt a little bit the same and it feels bad yeah. to say like, lockdown wasn't too, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. We can agree. Lockdown was bad. Yeah, yeah. But did I enjoy it? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like a little, it was nice having no responsibilities at all. Yeah. It was lovely. My my adult, my teenagers, they suffered the most, yeah. um, but, you know, they'll get over it. Uh, <laughs> and, um, you know, I put on a lot of weight. Now I'm type 2 diabetic from lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to drink yeah. alcohol because I stuffed up my liver. There's wins and so, losses. <laughs> so now I'm so healthy. <laughs> I mean, that's a positive yeah, thing. I know. There's, po- there's negatives and there's positives. <laughs> it was like, do you want another drink? What time is it? I don't know. Yeah. I, I definitely did go back into like a like a caveman kind of yeah. ritual of just mm. like eat when hungry, sleep mm. when tired. Mm. Not healthy for the modern world yeah. <laughs> and fitting into a society. But when you're in lockdown... <laughs> I know, it's, it was weird. Uh, were you on your own? No, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm still living with my parents. Oh, I yeah. Well, because like I was... I was... I just, I just turned 19 when oh, lockdown gosh. hit. And when it finally was out... I was just about 21. Mm. So there wasn't much time for me to move out. <laughs> yeah. 
And now I'm just finally getting used to adult society. Yeah. Maybe that should interview you. How Maybe. do you feel about How that? How do I feel about that? <laughs> I, I, it's, as a, in, in a creative career, it, it's, a, it's a nice less of a pressure mm. to not have to pay rent. Oh, yeah. Gosh. I wouldn't have been able to... Like, my parents would have driven me mad at 19. But... Um, <laughs> and I would have driven them mad. Well, I, just, like, I just stayed in my room. <laughs> Why are you here? I think I stayed in my bed for about... There were about two weeks where I just didn't leave the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stayed in my room. Some would say that's really sad. Others would say living my best life. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. My daughter's moved back to me for two weeks. She had an operation, so I've been looking after her. But she was leaving tomorrow. Now she's told me Sunday. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> You're exhausted looking after your daughter. <laughs> yeah. She needs a lot of attention, you know. I've got to go home and, oh gosh, I better not let her listen to this. So. <laughs> Like, do you want to watch a movie? We've been watching Sandra Bullock movies because she's not feeling like yeah. too much heavy we stuff. We got miscongeniality. Yeah, we did Stranger Things, but now we're, we're on the miscongenialities and yes. there's millions of them. Um, <laughs> we're, I think today's going to be While You Were Sleeping, Yeah, which is a very good movie. But um, no, I love her to death. We're very close. But <laughs> it's kind of, I'm used to not, I don't have any children of my own. Well, I have my bonus children, which (laughs) is the new word for stepchildren at home, but they're not my entire responsibility. So it's like, (laughs) ah, um, so she's going on Sunday because she's going, yeah, she was going tomorrow and then she's changed because I keep, I'm cooking for her. I've made meals for her to take home. It's a bit of a, why would would I? Why would you? Why would you leave? (laughs) Why would you go? Yeah. I I don't see any downsides to leaving. (laughs) No. (laughs) I have to make her cups of tea and fill up a water bottle and oh. yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> my kids have always said I've never been a great nurse. I just like have a Panadol and uh, go to sleep. Panadol, paracetamol, <laughs> tell fast, do whatever. Sleep. <laughs> sleep it up. I mean, yeah, that usually helps. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I My partner told me when um, he had shingles, I, was, I went to Westfield. I said, oh. I can't really do anything, so I went and I got a massage. I went and saw a movie, <laughs> and I took myself to lunch. So and you felt great afterwards. Yeah. I needed to re-energize. I'm an introvert, and uh, I get my energy out of time to myself. Yeah, and that's I, what, I mm, like that. Mm. And when I don't have it, I'm like, oh. yeah. So you're an introvert, I am. but also an ex- well, comedian. I know. There's a lot of us. Yeah, I think. really. Yeah, I think so. Well, look. Magnus Savansky calls it, I think she says omnivert. It's, it's somebody, an introvert, I, I may, I get my energy from being alone. Like I love my own space. Yeah. But I am capable of being in social situations. I'm capable of doing comedy, talking in front of crowds. Yeah. But I'm not an extrovert in the sense I need that to get my energy. Does that yeah. make sense? So I, then I have to go back into my, into my debt hole, <laughs> whatever, and to, to, to cope, not to just like, um, deal with it all and I'm yeah. very good at looking after myself I've learned that I was a sole parent for since my kids were four and six so I kind of have learnt to take care of myself yeah I mean <laughs> that's that's very admirable thank you <laughs> it's very admirable yeah and also to know that is very yeah. it's good to hear that you're very comfortable in that mm. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people you go to those well-being things people go what do you do for yourself I'm doing a lot um, <laughs> <laughs> so many things. <laughs> you know, I'll get a massage every, I don't know, six weeks. I've never gotten a massage. I'm oh afraid I'll get addicted to it. <laughs> They're amazing. Some people don't like My sister, she hates, some people won't let people touch them. Really? I love it. I'm like, every day. 
I think I like the pressure. I think, you know, um, Getting I work rid of with the knots. No, I just, I don't know. I like pressure. It's that thing, don't touch me lightly, go hard. Yeah. That sounds really just like, <laughs> photographic. <laughs> just the entire body weight in the condensed just area. Just like the hardest, <laughs> get in there. Just the stronger the thumbs, the better. Yeah. And some people just don't like yeah. it. I don't, I just go hard. That feels amazing. And it also sounds like you're keeping the <laughs> cinema industry alive as well. <laughs> well, yeah. I learned a long time ago, I'm... I said the other day to my daughter, we went to a movie. Oh, it was mental. Every time, everywhere, once, all at once. Oh, I've heard great things. <laughs> There's a guy there we saw in the lift, and then he was on his own. And I said, I admire people so much for going to the cinema. Like, it's, I go, oh, because yeah. that's what I, I did for years. And I loved it. And people it's would good. go, or I'd have dinner. I haven't, I'm no stranger to having lunch on my own. Or, like, <gasps> I love going to a <laughs> restaurant by myself. I know. Because you got like table for one, and they're like, oh. all right. <laughs> I've always wanted to try to say table for two. Yeah. Intention of being one. Every time the waiter comes over, just be like, yeah. she's going to be here any second oh, now. Oh. And then just hoping to get a free meal. Yeah. <laughs> and then start crying. Yeah, and get like really sad and just be like, you know what, I'll just have this. Oh, and it. just get really, really sad <laughs> and try to manipulate them into a free meal. That's so cool. <laughs> and maybe the, there's a waitress there that might be... Sorry for you. I mean, I don't think I would. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, I do. I haven't been in the movies much, but I, I do like it. Yeah. But I do watch a lot of stuff on telly too. It's Netflix and. You're on net Netflix? Free to air TV? Not really. No, we the dog chewed up the remote, so we don't really watch TV. Dogs love remotes for some reason. I know. I've got a new puppy now. She's now <gasps> destroying um, most things. In T- tell me about the puppy. Oh, her name's Molly. She's beautiful. Um, what breed? Um, well, she's a mixture. We're not sure, but <gasps> that's cute. People go, they go. Is that a GSP? And we're like, what? HSP? What? GS- people with German. Is that GST? <laughs> like, no, no, GST is not included. GSP. <laughs> we're like, what? German short head pointed. So right, people. Okay. Those people or English, they th- reckon she, she's. Yeah, she's awesome. She's ten months, and she was living with a woman who couldn't look after her anymore. So she, Aww. she was well loved and um, free. I love free stuff. Free I, dog. <laughs> we love I a didn't free dog. plan that, but you know. I, well, is a dog really free? <laughs> yeah, it's at least one remote. <laughs> <laughs> she's already. Um, but yeah, my dog died a few months ago. So oh, I was, I'm so sorry. Oh, thank you. But. Um, <laughs> Now we have Molly. Molly. But we have Eddie as well. This another my bonus daughter's dog. So that we've got two dogs now, and they're both big girls. And they're <gasps> I love we love big, big dogs. Girls. <laughs> yeah, big dogs. Yeah, I got She's a big so dog tiger. I got my oh, dog tiger. That was, was very dog. large. <laughs> I have tiger when I grow up. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Ta- my brother after the Brady bunch. Brady bunch. <laughs> I remember that from you. I remember you said that. and I was like, huh. <gasps> we have tiger. That's my dog's name. <laughs> oh. What sort of dog is that? He, I'll have a picture of him, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I didn't bring my phone. No. Uh, sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> Got to clear all the messages because I'm so famous and popular. Oh, yeah. That looks a bit like Eddie. He's what? a big goofball. Yeah. What's he got in here? Uh... Bull Arab, mm, so maybe. She's got Bull Arab, Staghound, and Great Dane. Yeah. Labrador. We don't know. He's a rescue, so yeah. again, he, we're his third family. Oh, wow. Yeah, no one really... They kept... Because he's, he he's adorable. Yeah. 
but he's a lot and he's very silly. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't know his size. <laughs> yeah. It's like Eddie, it's really clumsy. Yeah, yeah, he's clumsy. She would love him. How old is he? Uh, he's about two. Oh, so is Eddie. Yeah. They might be related. They might. We got her when she was born, so there was a litter yeah. in lockdown. We mm. got Tiger just mm. before the second lockdown or the mm, third. Same. Maybe that we got <laughs> dog siblings. <laughs> Eddie would love it because she's yeah. We're trying to integrate the two girls at the moment because we would we had to get a guy come into our house because Eddie was like, um, wasn't happy with Molly, and the guy went, "You got two female, two um, strong sort of hunting dogs. Yeah, it's like the worst to bring together. So he said it's possible, but so we we're doing all this training with them at the moment. It's hard. Interesting. But um, Eddie would just yeah, she she'd love to meet Tiger. Tiger, we must introduce. I know them. we should. How? Because you had you got a dog just before a lockdown. How's the dog cope? I'm not not that I don't Which care one? about how you cope. Like Eddie, how? Oh Eddie, no. Tiger's Tiger. I think good but does get a little bit like sad like really go. sad when people leave oh yeah that's what happened to eddie so eddie i had my old dog toby he was um 16 or something a little yeah. australian terrier yeah and eddie and him were were good mates but toby was a bit old for eddie to she, he'd go leave me alone yeah. but they were fine but when toby died eddie really suffered mm. so she always had toby but yeah there was there's but I guess often they've someone got people home. to play with, yeah. Yeah, there's often someone home. But, yeah, she. it is a big difference when you do move, go um, yeah. back to work. But we were working, and but the kids were always there. That's good, someone, someone yeah. to annoy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's always someone home. So I'm, I'm assuming you would classify yourself as a dog person? I am. We have a cat as well. I don't mind Rhino. But, um, <laughs> Rhino the cat. Rhino. Um, oh, I love it. I know. He loves my partner more than me, but it's his dog. Um, yeah, we'll be on the bed. I'm like, Rhino, come on here. No, he goes to Andrew. He's just like, no, it's for Andrew. He's like, piss off to me. Um, yeah, we've always had dogs, my family. I've always had animals. I'm an animal. Animal person? Yeah. Animal surfer. Yeah, surfer. I always surf. Well, since I was 15, I surfed because the boys were all surfing. I was like, my friend and I did the whole... Yeah. Puberty blues thing. I went, nah, <laughs> we're going surfing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I grew up in a small town. Ballin is a, was a small town then, a coastal town. It's nice. Small coastal. It sounds and like the dream. It was. It was. Looking back, we didn't realize how, how yeah. lucky we were. We just ride around and push bikes and and before. Well, we didn't have phones. We. I used yeah. to have to. My dad used to make me come home every four hours. And ride all the really? way back from the beach and go, hi. And he goes, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, okay, you can go again. That was kind of checking in on he me. He just forgot that yeah. rule he said. Yeah. And, it was just... yeah. and I'd be like, I've got to go home. I'd be on my bike. <laughs> um, what are you doing back? Yeah. What are you doing here? I'm checking in. Oh, my goodness. Because we'd just go to surfing at the beach, hang out. We didn't We didn't even have DVDs then. Like, like we didn't watch movies. I don't know what yeah. we did. But we had fun. Yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't need it. Yeah, it was good. But um then I lived in Sydney for about oh I don't know. I don't I hate saying how many years because it makes you sound so old. <laughs> I lived in Sydney for a while. For a couple of years. Oh, maybe longer. A handful. Yeah. And uh, then I went overseas for a few years and Ooh, then I was back. Where did yeah. you go overseas? Um 
Well, when I was 25, my best friend and I from school, we'd always said we'd travel together. Yeah. And we rang each other and went, we're 25 now. Like, we've got to go. And we both had boyfriends. And mm-hmm. we were like, yep, see you guys. And um, we left. And we traveled through Southeast Asia for three months. That was her idea. I wanted to go to London, but really glad she took me through there because I've, yeah. I've spent over the years gone back and quite a few times mm-hmm. to Vietnam and places because I oh. love those places and we got to London and we had nowhere to live nowhere and I went I had oh mum gave me this phone number at Heathrow Airport <laughs> we rang this number went um can we stay and it was this sort of Australian Kiwi house in Chiswick in London and yeah come and it was like 15 people living in this oh uh, three-bedroom kind of weird flat thing and you start off on the floor in the lounge room, like about five of you, and then you graduate mm. to bedrooms. And we stayed there. And then we walked up the road and um, walked into this cafe, this French cafe called Cafe Rouge, and went, have you got any jobs? And I'm like, yeah, we're hiring. So we got jobs because <laughs> we'd run out of money. And uh, we worked in London and lived there for a year. And then she went back. She married the guy. She um, <laughs> left. I didn't. Um, <coughs> and then I went around Europe in a combi for a year with... The guy that oh I ended up marrying, but I'm not married to now. Oh. So, um, <laughs> I was gonna... my dad said, whatever you do, don't bring back a bloody pom. So, of course, I did. You had to. Legally, <laughs> you're required to. to. <laughs> anyway, we traveled around. So, I saw all of Europe in a combi van. And we were so poor. We just ate, like, one meal a day. like, But it was good. I was thin. Um, <laughs> I looked amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, Sorry, that that's is the compromise. <laughs> uh, we kind of... You, dr- you sort of slept in half a day, then you kind of have a big meal, and yeah. then you just... Um, you and then, through the night. <laughs> yeah, and then I came back to Australia, and um, anyway, a whole lot of things happened. Went to Sydney, ended up back up north, yeah. and then, yeah. So where did, where, did, where did comedy all fit into this, oh, into um, this picture? When did that get introduced? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, no, I just decided when I was 48, I, I don't know, there was a teacher up home, Mandy Nolan. She's been teaching comedy to so many people. She taught Hannah Gadsby, is the oh most goodness. famous person. Um, <laughs> well, Hannah went to her. So she did this adult education thing, um, yeah. teaching comedy. She's a very funny comedian, Mandy, up there. And she, I went, uh, and everyone does it eventually yeah most people and I went you know what I might do Mandy's course so I did it and I was like I'm not funny I'm not going back I'm not you know you had all your extroverts there and all the fucking you know people showing off and I was always people like, who are really trying yeah <laughs> and I was doing all the homework properly and they weren't and I was like bringing in what I had to you know and then we did our first virgin sacrifice she calls it so she oh well, um, yeah she sets up genuine or this is a metaphor it's a metaphor. Okay, <laughs> sorry, I'm glad. Sorry. <laughs> yes, I wasn't a virgin. I did have a couple of kids. Um, <laughs> so, so part of the course you do, I think it's five, six Wednesday nights, and then the last, yeah. then you do a show, and it's big in Byron, and everyone comes, and it's very supportive. So it's your first gig, but it's really supportive, and everyone's like encouraged. So it's. And you do your five minutes, and no one wanted to go first, and I went, oh, I'll do it. Hmm. And then when I got there, I went, why the hell did I, you know, I was terrified, but I did it, and I loved it. And then I did it. She goes, oh, Mandy said, oh, there's this real comedy thing. I went, okay, I'll go in that. And then I won that on my first, second (laughs) comedy 
So then I'm up to Brisbane, the Gold Coast, for the Queensland final. Oh, my goodness. And um, <laughs> I was like, what's happening? Anyway, I did that and didn't win. But I went. then I went, you know what? I'm glad I didn't. Not glad I didn't win. But I, wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't ready. But yeah. also I was like, now I'll go and learn this thing. So and went out and started doing open mics and... It's a nice scene up there. That just well, it's small and it's yeah. very supportive, and That's good. Um, you get paid. Like I, if I fly back, I'll get paid for spots now. You know. That's um, that's what we want. Yeah. We want to pay our artists. Crazy. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's even if it's you know ten bucks or you know the other day, sometimes you know you can get a, a decent, um, you know, I used to get three hundred for like a, a headline spot, one fifty for us you know, wow. uh, thingy or 50 bucks for a 10 minute, five minutes. But mm. in Melbourne, it's hard to even. Yeah. There's so, a lot of gigs in Melbourne. Yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> so anyway, but I think cause it's smaller up there, people I'm going up for one in September. It's like 300 people go in this Lennox head oh, wow. little town. It's called the gala. And, and he just has, he goes, you're a headliner now Sharpie. And I went, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> did my own show. I'm a headliner. Well, he did yeah. a show for me called the Sharpie show up there. <laughs> Because my mum and all her friends come, so I I kind of have that pull up there, oh and because I grew up in that area, I can yeah. pull a lot of people up and do all the local stuff, which doesn't work in Melbourne. I'd love um, to hear your local stuff yeah. about all your local jokes. Yeah, it's in fun. Fitzroy. <laughs> I know, and I try. The other day, I did something in the Gold Coast, and I talk about how great it is. There's so much skin damage on the Gold Coast, and I look like a tan. But in Melbourne, they're all like, "Oh my god, your skin's so dry." <laughs> and they loved it at the Gold Coast, but I did that in Melbourne. They're like, "What? What are you talking about?" Oh um, my goodness! It's really you do have to change it for location. Yeah, sometimes. it's really weird. Um, so I. Yeah, I was kind of in this nice bubble in up there, but mm. it was also a bubble that was kind of the the ones that were the most successful. They were all supportive, but they didn't want to get you too. There wasn't enough room for everyone as well. Yeah, up there, Brisbane. I never. A lot of them travel up to Brisbane, but that's a two-hour drive to go and do a five-minute gig. And yeah, I'm, I'm tired. I'm old lady. It's for the youngest. Two hour drive is quite a lot for a five minute return. Um, So that's how the comedy happened. And then, yeah, and I love, I call out the College of the Arts, not the Italian. The Australian College of the Arts. It's been nice to do that. I I sort of, I saw Andrea's post on something and I went, I might do that while I'm in lockdown. I want to, because I'm not writing anymore, because we weren't performing and. You know how hard it is to write when you're not performing. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and then it all opened up and next minute I was enrolled. Now there's a whole whole thing of comedy other than stand as well as stand-up. Because I love storytelling and I'm like, yeah. I really want to tell stories. Yeah. You, you think yeah. that, that how you would describe your style? I know it's a yes. bad question. No, I do. <laughs> like, what's your comedy style? <laughs> Yeah, well, Declan Callahan came to our class and he said narrative comedy and I went, oh, that's what I want to do. And yeah. Sarah Kendall does, I love her, she's an Australian, um, she lives in England and does yeah. this beautiful, uh, on the BBC she does this great, um, I think they're called Australian Trilogy and it's, it's I, like, I listen to that on Audible and oh my God. 
And it's just her stories of growing up in Newcastle in Australia. She made the film Frayed, the show, TV show Frayed. Oh, I love that show. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, Sarah yeah. Kendall. Um, Big fan of that show. Yeah, so she was a stand-up for 15 years and went... And she comes over to... I think she was in the festival a couple of years ago. Hmm. And her stand-up's really funny, but she said, I just... Um, I wanted to tell the longer stories and I wanted to do more. It's not gag after gag. It's just like yeah. build up, you know, and I kind of went, yeah. And that's, that's what I want to do. So be more interested in even longer form storytelling uh, because you did an hour for the comedy. Yeah. But I guess I'm saying that I can tell stories in that and I'm, it's not just like stand up to me. It's like, sometimes there's sad bits in it. And yeah. Sometimes there's, um, More of a storyteller. Yeah. Yeah. A raconteuse is the female version of a raconteur, I found oh, out. Raconteuse. Yeah. And I got that from my dad. My dad was a great storyteller and I loved, I loved listening to his story. <laughs> and I love all forms of storytelling. Yeah. How, so do you think you, for your next, because are you planning mm. on doing another show? Yes. You've heard <laughs> it here first in the original. <laughs> yes. Um, I will be doing my show at Fringe that I did this year yeah um and i've got into fringe in sydney so which is nice because they're not they don't charge you it's no. free yeah and I'm it at is the factory theater so i'm doing three shows in sydney because and i've got a lot of uh, contacts in sydney still um and which is nice and then i'm gonna do some here for fringe just because i i work so hard on that show and yeah. it's it's got a message that i really want to get out there and then once that's over I'm working on... I've got ideas for other things, but I'm also writing them as screen with Declan. Yeah. It's, it's more about um, older women being being represented. They get lots yeah. of representation. Yeah. No, no, I know. No, on, on television, like, I'd love to write something for all the, you know, Judith Lucy's, Andrea yeah. Powell, Denise, all those amazing comedian females we have in Australia that aren't represented and not just TV. not just written as old woman role yeah <laughs> yeah but funny and it's based yeah. on my mum and her friends because mum's 80 and she's just like living the life the best <laughs> life ever and it's like about these older women just going fuck everyone i'm just gonna live my life and Hell because yeah. i've looked after everyone for so long gonna... mostly men uh, <laughs> We need a lot of looking after. Oh, well, yeah, you do. If only we could figure out a way to do it as. <laughs> it's just not possible. You need it. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about that generation. But... No, you'd be oh, surprised. Sorry. Oh, no, it's like I'm you'd be sure. surprised about the younger generation as well. True, yeah. I know. <sighs> so, anyway, I don't know. You asked me. Uh, I want to do another show. Gen- but, yeah. I, yeah, I think I'll do that in my. Um, what do you call the last thing you do at Collapse? The Capstone. <laughs> the Capstone Project. I think I'll work on another show and, and get a good Ask Maria Angelico, mm. somebody to mentor me. Yeah. Judith Lucy has offered, she offered last year to mentor me this year as well. I'll see, Judith. I, I don't know. know. <laughs> so many options. <laughs> just, and I'm the famous but, one. <laughs> I think I'd like to do another show. But I... I originally was going to do one and based on my mum, the phone calls with my mum because they're Iconic. hilarious. Iconic. <laughs> they're so good. And every day she rings. I talk to mum almost every day. Well, 
and she just gives me so much material. That's that's so, so good. good. <laughs> <laughs> just with a notepad and pen. Can you say that? Thing? I do. Yeah. I go, Mom, I've got to hang up. I, yeah. That's too good. She knows now. She goes, oh, oh sorry. No. I know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Because I put it into my phone or I forget it. I think I'm going to remember it and you, I don't. Yeah. It's sad. There's, I'm sure there'll be a lot of funny stories. Because that's, a, if phone call almost every day is, you know, shock. It's a bit sad, isn't it? With my... No. I don't think it's sad. Mm, I think it's really touching. <laughs> <laughs> and really nice. Yeah. I think she's lonely, you know. So Aww. she's got my sisters up there and, um. But I am the baby, so... You're the ba- you're the youngest oh, of... Four. Four. I'm, yeah. I'm an only child. Oh, my gosh. I know. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone seems to no, say I that. No, said that. No, it, it doesn't really. No. Yeah, but... <laughs> that, so, baby of the... So, were oh. you the only one that had the, the come home every four hours rule, or was that for everyone? Yeah, I think so. I was... Yeah, my dad went, oh, I've had three kids, and now they were fine. Now I've got you. I was the troublesome, but... You're the troublemaker. I was the troublemaker. Um, not really. Look, <laughs> this fourth child's fun because the parents are over it by then and you just get away with a lot. <laughs> and you've got to work it to your advantage. Yeah. Hand-me-downs central or? Uh, no. Mum used to make a lot of our clothes. She didn't. My dad was a teacher. And in those days, she sort of didn't have the, her own money, you know. They kind mm. of had a wage <laughs> for being outside. Which was for all our clothing Ooh. and light goods. <laughs> so, we there oh. wasn't... Nah. I, you know, and, and I love those days because no one knew who was rich or poor, you know. Yeah. And no one just... knew... Like, years later now, you know, people have gone, oh, you know, I grew up in a house, a commission house. Or what, this is what we used to say then. Mm. But I didn't know. Like, they were my friends. Like, yeah. now kids seem to know. Yeah. It's I, who's I got... The what? newest iPhone. Like yeah. it sounds. I sounds. It sounds so silly to be like, oh, the kids yeah. these days. <laughs> no, well, I have to, uh, one of my my partner's son's nearly fourteen, and and I asked him, you know, yeah, you know, the kids that have got the good shoes and the good stuff. Yeah, and, and who's got like the good skins in Fortnite yeah, or whatnot? I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I don't know. No, being the youngest is, you know, you complain at the time about yeah. things but it actually is fun I still get away I can go up there for Christmas and just sit there for a while and no one expects me to do anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think I think I still had I had a little bit of the same where I didn't I just missed that wave of because I didn't know which of my friends mm. growing up were rich or mm. or poorer I, cool. I just missed the wave of like finances caring so much in younger ages oh. like no one really cared about the shoes or anything maybe i just didn't care about the shoes or anything yeah maybe yeah i and i'm coming from remy my my partner's son um this was mostly in byron at the school actually mm. maybe not so much here in melbourne but i don't know and he's uh, i love that he's at this school now and all these kids are of all different nationalities yeah. it's lovely um, Diversity because is and key. he's he's just thriving in that environment. Yeah, I don't know that rich poor thing. My parents didn't. Do they still ride around on in bikes? Do you, my parents? I know. Just <laughs> do you still with you when your friends just go ride with your BMXs oh, around? Um, no, I did have a bike up there. Yeah, <laughs> we used to just get on the bikes at school and ride down the street. You know, and just go out for lunch. You know, just yeah. do whatever. We double it. We 
I don't know what you call that. We call it doubling each other and just having crashes on the roads and no helmets. <laughs> yeah, helmets weren't a legal fun. requirement. Yeah. <laughs> Some things I, I do think are better, <laughs> like yeah. helmets required. Yeah, seatbelts. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> My parents, yeah, the four of us in the back of the station wagon drive for 12 hours to Sydney. No. With chooks What's on in Sydney? It's uh, 12 hours away for know, a family trip. I know, we always trip. went to Sydney and we didn't stop. My dad wow. wouldn't stop. And, you know, that's, and that's an impressive driving feat. <laughs> I know. I do a, bit of, a lot of comedy about that. Yeah. I'd Once he drove, when we came from Sydney to Ballina when I was three, that's when we moved back there because my parents grew up there. Yeah. And we were in Gosford. I was born in Gosford. Anyway, <laughs> we drove... And he put the chooks on the roof, and the poor things, they died. For 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, we were like the clampets arriving to Balada. Did they have any feathers? <laughs> no. No feathers either? It's just animal cruelty. My dad loved animals, but. Yeah, and now you're an animal lover as well, still. I know. <laughs> I'm not a vegetarian, though. That's no, bad, no. isn't it? Yeah, no, um, neither am I. Ooh. <laughs> Oops. Um, yeah, so did a lot of things in those days. Yeah. So mm. when you went overseas, yes. 25? Yes. Was that your first time overseas? Yeah, yeah it was. Re- uh, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was. Yeah. Because it sounds like you went all across Australia. We did? Uh, no, because from New South Wales. Well, at least well, the east? Sydney and, yeah, up north. East coast. In, yeah, pretty much the east coast. I lived in Cairns for a year when I was... I went to uni. Love and, Cairns. And, yeah, I just took <laughs> off. And after uni, I went to uni, just did a silly business tourism degree because I didn't know what to do. Um, no, yeah, and then finished that, went, oh, I'm going to go to Cairns and just and had nowhere to live and tourist. no job. <laughs> yeah. So I turned over these backpackers and I lived at this Rastafarian backpack. It was awesome. These dudes ran it. They all had dreadies. I don't... And they played Bob Marley all day long. <laughs> and I lived there for about three months and got a job straight away at this Cairns Colonial Club resort and had a great time for a year. And then it was a long way away. Um, I mean, that's not a long-term plan. <laughs> Living situation. <laughs> I, I ended up moving with her, but she was awful. Um, two leases living in the house. Yeah. It's like the two dogs. <laughs> I know. And then I moved to Sydney, and oh my god, I was telling my son, five of us lived in a five-bedroom terrace house in Surrey Hills for 50 bucks a week each. It was so Stop. amazing. Yeah, my Stop bedroom, that. <laughs> my, we swapped around, but one of the bedrooms had a balcony, and we had the best time in Surrey I'm Hills. I'm so jealous. And um, <laughs> I know, and we worked in hospitality, so I, wo- I worked in hospitality for years. I was working in the finest dining restaurants, but we used to make thousand dollars tips a week in this restaurant and i put that away in a little st george bank account and that's what i traveled with i had fifteen thousand dollars when i no 25 when i went overseas oh wow 15 or 20 i've spent it all by the time i got to london (laughs) i mean yeah (laughs) it doesn't last but yeah we used to get really good tips in the 90s i don't know if (laughs) you don't get them i always tip now so tipping in australia isn't very no and i'm a big tipper like because I appreciate hospitality. Cause yeah, you, when you said hospitality before, you didn't say it with the biggest smile on your face. No, I mean, it's for the young. And you're, not a, you're not a fan of hospitality work? Not anymore. I, I tried to do it back when I was older. I worked at this new restaurant open up, and fuck, 
I went, nah, this is for young people. It, it was fun at the I'm, time. It's barely for young people. Oh. Yeah, I, it's, I don't love it. <laughs> I guess I'm, I said it like that because I had this whole tourism degree. I was supposed to be doing, moving up, but I never really got past head waiter. <laughs> you moved up to Cairns, hopefully you could work the zip line. You know, I don't know. What's... Well, move up in like a, a, res, like a, cl- a resort or something. Oh, You'd be like the movie manager world. <laughs> Thank God I did it. But then I was a photographer for 20 years and I ran my own business. So my business degree came in handy. And I'm really good at accounting if you want your accounting done. I'm very good at getting a know. lot of money back. <laughs> and I haven't been audited yet. Because I, I learned that in my business degree, how to do that. I mean, everything comes into play. I, I know. Weirdly, you, because you did a tourism degree, yeah. And now, <laughs> as as your job as a comedian, you put on events and you have to market events. True. It all just comes into play, and then you got to budget the shows. I know, and love. that's what I'm really good at. It's it's the strange thing with comedy. Yeah. With whatever skill you have, it yeah. will become useful oh. in comedy. Hospitality, for sure. You, you learn Maybe not a so veterinary scientist. People. Yeah. I learned more about people in hospitality. Oh, it's great That's people watching. With every job. And I, photography. That was psychology as well. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. doing hospitality because you just get to ask people just questions oh. about... Oh, it sounds wanky, but just questions about humans. Mm. <laughs> like, what are, what are you doing here? Like, what's, what's, what made you come to a restaurant tonight? Mm. And every time it's like a different answer. And then yeah. if you can try to make them laugh at the same time. Yeah. Just, well, it's an act. You're exactly. an actor. Really. Yeah. That's why a lot of, I think a lot of creatives mm. end up doing hospitality That's at some true. point. Yeah. Plus we pour. Yeah, that also does help. <laughs> We're poor and we can pretend to smile whenever we need. <laughs> yeah. I had to get out of it when I started abusing people. Like, yeah. just occasionally it happened. You would abuse people? No. In the end. <laughs> oh. I mean, sometimes I, I, you do get it. fed up with people. You just yeah. like, shush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fair because it, like, it can get... Uh, I've I worked in hospitality through mm. some lockdowns. Mm. And they, there were some people that I... Not... I didn't cause them. Yeah. But they almost got into fights with me. Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, can I just see your vaccination certificate? Oh, no. And they'd be like, do you want to fight right now? And I'd be like... Really? Not necessarily, but I could win. Really? <laughs> Did you say that? No, I didn't say it because I didn't. I'm not a fighter. <laughs> you were like, no thanks. But I did size them up, and I was like, no, nah, I got this. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why you're trying. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, it can't. Hospital and people. People, I, I'm a big. I'm not good at it, as I don't treat hospitality stuff good. Yeah. As a person from hospitality. Sometimes I just go like, no, nah, if I have to put up with it, so do they. Oh, really? You're that? <laughs> I'm sometimes oh, that. Other sick. times I'm like, you're doing such a good job tonight. <laughs> I work oh. in hospitality. You're doing really good. You know those people <laughs> in hospitality? Yeah. I'm like, I'm appreciative. If I get good, I don't expect, I don't go out and go, I want the best service ever. But the difference as I go back to Byron and Melbourne, mm. I think everyone in Melbourne is so friendly and lovely. Most people in yeah. hospitality, I get shocked because from Byron, it's like, what the fuck are you doing in my restaurant kind of thing. Interesting. <laughs> it's like they're too hips, too cool. 
like it's not even their restaurant, but they treat mm. you like you must be so desperate to be there that they have to treat you so badly. It's horrible. That's so strange because. But when you come to a restaurant and, you know, it might be just, you know, we go to this, my partner and I love this Vietnamese one every Monday. Like, he mm. picks me up from school and we have this for, and they're just excited to see you. Yeah. Uh, and it's nice. And it's so weird when, especially in Melbourne, when a hot car, I know how mm. things work in Byron, but in Melbourne, there's no, no one's being nice to you to get a tip. No. <laughs> That's true. They get surprised when I do. They go, oh, no, I can't. Yeah. if I don't have cash, they go, oh, no, we can't put it through. It's fine, but thanks for the thought. And yeah. I go, oh, I feel bad. But yeah, they're yeah. just nice for nice mm. sake. And that's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Mm. Yeah, if I don't know what I would do if I got... I haven't gotten a tip. <laughs> I've gotten one. I'll I've got... give you one. I'm going to go there now. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know what I could do. What I do with it, I don't. I would have to go to like. I'll have to ask my manager if I can accept a tip. <laughs> I know I did. Oh, yeah, I accepted so a kind of tip oh. because one customer got a, a burger that wasn't cooked very well, and I yeah. and I fixed the problem for them, and they were yeah. very appreciative of that, and they were very thankful because they were they. Yeah. I don't know. I hate undercooked food too. Yeah. <laughs> that scares me. Yeah. And I fixed the problem for them. Yeah. And then they left and then they came back with like yeah. a big bag of lolly snakes oh. and Maltesers. And they were like, we want to give you this. And I was like, oh, oh. that's really sweet. Yeah, I know. They didn't have to do that at all. And I was like, oh, that's so nice of you. And I was like, that's a tip. And that's a tip that's in my book. <laughs> and they weren't opened already. No. <laughs> I was like picturing this. Just like, and then it's just a bag of un- <laughs> uncooked chicken. <laughs> and they're like, eat it. <laughs> Got a tip. Um, yeah. It wasn't really a tip. It was just like Lollies. snacks. <laughs> no, well, they appreciate it. Yeah. I um, yeah, because in the old days, man, if we didn't get a tip, we would be cranky. <laughs> really? Was, yeah, we just expected it. And London, well, yeah. London, you got paid so badly that you people, you know, you were kind of people were meant to tip you. Yeah. Well, but if they wanted to. We. But, yeah. Where I work at Unnamed. Yes. <laughs> um, mm. We're asked to ask for reviews. Yeah, no. And. Because my daughter worked there. Yeah. Well, you, you get. You, there's a cash incentive for yeah. a review. And I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, I get. When I say, like, hey, can I give a review? Yeah. And I don't give a review and I've given them really good service. Mm. I get cranky. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Do good service for a review. Mm. I'm just told to do it. But when they still yeah. don't, I'm like, get oh. cranky. And then I get in my head and then I get uh, out of it. I'm like, I can't do that. Yeah. I'm, my daughter was telling me, because I was laughing, the unnamed restaurant. <laughs> she used to work there. Yeah. And she said, I used to have to just, it opened. And they had, they had to go back to the table five times. So they had to seat you. Yeah. They had to come back after you'd had a first bite and say is everything she said it was yeah. so awful there's people like please go away and you had to go and uh, take their make sure oh no take their food out try and get that out so yeah. they don't have to pick it up then take their rubbish and then ask them if they want dessert yeah and she said people were like please go away like <laughs> let me live my and life. she goes i got in trouble her boss was oh, and she said she'd get in trouble for not doing it hospitality i love being just a loose unit Mm. Just really just stripping back everything that it means to be a hospitality worker, but doing it in like a fun, inviting way. Yeah. Like 
we know that I'm getting paid to do this, both yeah. of us. <laughs> yeah. And I like breaking down that barrier, being like, it's cool. I don't need to pretend for you guys. Come with me. <laughs> yeah, and you're good at it. And Thank you. I said to my daughter, yeah, and his hair was half up, half out, because they used to have to... <laughs> Yeah, I'm supposed to have my hair up. It just comes out through shit. You're just like being this showman. (laughs) It's fun. I just that's what the old days had a maitre d, and they were the they were the were all the rich. We used to be told treat the. Were you ever a maitre d? No. Oh yeah, no. I've done bits and pieces of sort of running it, but we were told treat the because we served a lot of famous people. Treat the um. Famous like their locals, and the locals like they're famous. And that's how you do it. <laughs> what well, do you so remember? They, the famous, most famous person uh, you served? Oh, uh, we used to serve all the Packer family. We used to serve uh, David Attenborough. David Attenborough. Mm-hmm. Oh my uh, God! <laughs> El McPherson. These are some um, name drops. Name drops. <laughs> McPher- I wish how I do you not name drop that every day? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, who else was there in those days? Everyone went. It was the top restaurant in Sydney at the time. It was called wow. Level 41. And it had a, it was on was the 41st it, floor and you could just see a total 360 view of the city. Right. And the toilets, the bathrooms were famous of their view. And all famous for their bathrooms. Famous people would come. And we'd serve them. And some of them were nice and some of them weren't. Um. <laughs> was David to David and Edinburgh just like read the menu and <laughs> just in the David I'm not gonna do it I can't do an no. impression of him <laughs> no nice people but most of them were alright yeah I remember one woman because Jan was English our, that ran the restaurant her yeah. husband was a head chef and she'd just be like she was kind of famous I yeah. thought she was and she'd be like no when we're booked out she's like don't you know who I am and Jan's like no <laughs> they were like yeah <laughs> I was like sorry we don't know who you are Oh, yeah, I can't. She knew who she was. That would be a scary... Because you would be... like Being famous. (laughs) Yeah. Not saying I am, but that would be a weird... Just like if someone doesn't give you... I feel like I could accidentally say that and be like, oh, I can't believe I just said that. Don't you say that? Don't you know who I am? I say it as a joke sometimes. (laughs) Don't you know who I am? No. That's only at like your venues that you perform. Yeah. They go, yes. Yeah, we you can go yeah. home now, Grandma. Okay. <laughs> Please leave. We'll let you go home. Please leave. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, oh, we we loved days. hospitality. <laughs> it was fun times. It was different then. Um, yeah. Gosh, it was well. It was a whole life, and we eat there, live there. At hosp- at forty one or yeah forty one. All the restaurants I worked at, and that's what I think now. They don't feed the kids. They don't. No. Like I'd go. It's such. Basically, you're a slave working in hospitality and you're dealing... Yeah. You, you, well, so, you know, and you should be looked after. Yeah. Like, you don't get paid an enormous amount, which, well, you can get paid more, yeah. better than probably teachers and police and nurses, but... Yes. <laughs> um, no, I just think it's nice. If I ran a restaurant, I would make sure my staff were fed yeah. and watered and... And I often find the kids, my kids have gone out for jobs and like, did you get, a, they didn't get a lunch break or didn't yeah. get told where the toilets were. It, it goes for all jobs. And yeah. I mean. And you can tell it from the staff. If the manager's an asshole, the staff yeah. are going to be assholes. Yeah. I mean, I've only done hospitality work. 
Yeah. And I've had friends who's done like retail work and hated mm, it. Mm, mm. Hated retail work because I go like it's so boring, and I'm like, yeah, oh my goodness, I would love a boring job. Yeah. I would no, love a job wouldn't. where I. Don't have to run around on my feet all day. It and keeps your feet though. It does. I mean, yeah. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> no, I, I, it's. I'd say it's better than retail. I could not yeah. sell things. I can't sell things. I, I can't. don't think I could either. But I, if they were like, we need to meet our KPIs, and I'm like, mm. make better products. I don't know. <laughs> make products people want to buy. I can't sell them. <laughs> Do you want to join our... Are you a member of oh Jane's West? Well, I keep my phone in my pocket sh- uh, on shift. Yeah. <laughs> um, simply because I am I track my steps on shift, and yeah. sometimes I'll finish a shift and be like, oh, you've done 23,000 steps today. Yeah. But, like, I haven't left the restaurant. I know, it's great. Because <laughs> just running around all the time, yeah. and it's chaotic. Keeps you fit. At, and you're strong. Like, you've yeah. got a pair of your plates. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it it's interesting. I I like hospitality too, in a way, in the way that it is different every day, and there's always a different challenge you have to conquer. It's good. It's good that you think of it like that. Yeah, that's, you need to. I mean, every job, no matter what it is, I think is if you've got a if you think of it in that way or a certain way, it's going to yeah. be better for you. I just think I, like I, I need a job. I need something with variety. I like mm. just different. Mm. Yeah. And that's comedy. Mm. Comedy is so different day to day, especially like mm. making podcasts is different every yeah. week. And there's a different challenge mm. and there's a different thing yeah. you have to do. And there's, every crowd is different too. Yeah. It's always fun to deal with. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I worked, my job now, I've worked in the last few years in community service. So yeah. I retrained. And I worked in homelessness, and then I've worked in homelessness, mental health, yeah. drug and alcohol. Now I'm working in disability, and I love it because it's like that too. Every day yeah. is different because yeah. you're working with people, and you're working with crisis, and you, it's never boring. No, and, <laughs> and it's also really, 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 really important, the stuff that you do. Thank you. <laughs> but it can weigh you down. I've, I've been, yeah. yeah, I've had... Like, I can imagine it would water. be a, a, a large bag to carry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I've got a pretty nice job now. I work in a garden place, garden oh, centre with kids with disability, or kids and adults. And sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> and the two young boys I work with, um, they're just fun. They're awesome. And it's like that. It's like, oh, what, what's, what are they going to be like today? <laughs> do you garden often? You said you built a veggie I patch do. in lockdown. I try. And um, I love it. And I wish... That was another career before I went into comedy. I was going to go into permaculture. Like it's always one or the like, other. <laughs> it's I, either comedy or permaculture. Everyone, everyone has that road to cross. And I want to be so good at gardening, and I want to be so good, but it's so hard to keep maintain it and the time. And we try really hard, my partner and I, and we we go all right. We got worm, and we've got the veggies in there, but then we just we have some success and some not. But I do love it, and I love being outside. So. Where I work is mostly outside. Yeah. And um, we get to, I learn a heap from the, we have, you know, horticulturists there that teach us how to propagate. (laughs) Your, like, what's the word? It's a pretty nice job. Your living, like, through the horticulturalists. Yeah. But it, your ma- your like <laughs> your other career is just like comedy, where I, where I feel like it should be the other way around. I know. <laughs> they love it though. They I teach them some. I some of the clients have wanted to learn comedy, so and they're funny. Yeah. And um, they've often 
uh, I got approached not long ago in this woman who runs support groups, like, because I used to be a photographer. Sometimes I she goes away and she has a photography group yeah. of um, people with disabilities, and she, and so I jump in and take over the class because they don't like, they like their re- consistency. Yeah. Uh, but she said, anytime you wanted to start a comedy room, let me know because I think. It would be a winner in yeah. disability because, um, yeah, some of these people that I work with, and even in homelessness, I'd be like yeah. pissing myself. Like, can I? I've got so and many I'm stories. Like, You're so funny. And, and Com- comedy does come. You can t- get a lot of comedy from tragedy. <laughs> yeah. 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 So humor is everywhere. Yeah. Every, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's very deep. No, it's it's, it's it is it, it's true. Everyone has their own story to tell, and yeah. everyone has their own brand of humor. Mm. Especially within those like communities that you would say, mm. <laughs> and there's always like a different story or perspective to be told in a in a comedic, funny way. <laughs> yeah, because people and, get caught out. People go, "Oh, are you working homeless? Oh, homeless. and there's people must really sad lives, and they don't all, you know. Yeah. some people have got very tough lives, tragic circumstances, or you know, but they've also got a lot of good in their life, and they've also got. Their lives are their lives. And yeah. I don't know, I just, I love hanging out with different people and getting to know them. Yeah. That's why I like stories. Yeah, well, I think we're at the hour. Oh, look at us, we rounded it up. I know, we rounded it up at the hour. That, that's oh, wow. that's the the, the sure. one hour mark. Yeah, I, I can see the time back here. That's kind that's of awesome. why I've, I've, I've put it there so you don't have like the ticking clock here. Yeah, I didn't here. know. I didn't want to ask how long it Yeah, was. yeah, that's tough. Totally fair. Uh, uh, so you, you've got show. You got Sydney. Oh, sorry, we're still on. Yeah, no, we're still on. We're still on. <coughs> um, we'll I, do the plugs. Yes, please. Um, my uh, show. Yes. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, drown them out. Um, is my show. Um, and I'm taking it to Sydney at the end of September, but also Melbourne Fringe, two venues. Um, I'm doing three at the MC Showroom in Pran. Is that how you say it? I got yeah, a choice. I, so. I don't say right. <laughs> Pran. 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 Um, in a, a tiny, because I wanted a 30-seater. I wanted, because yeah. I could only ever get 20 at my shows. And the, well, no, I'm going to pack it. I want to sell it out. Yes, and, um, let's get it sold out. Three, three there. And then I got into this Queen Victoria um, room, which I wanted last time. And mm. it's, it's all for women, about women, because mine's very feminist. Of yes. women, for women show. Um, men do enjoy it as well. But <laughs> I enjoyed the oh, show. I've you. seen the show and I <laughs> enjoyed you. it greatly. <laughs> thank you. But um, uh, it's three nights there the week after. So it's, uh, that's the middle of October. Think, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. So Sydney Fringe, Melbourne Fringe, yeah. September, October, keep yeah. an eye out, Lisa yeah. Sharp, drown them out. Yeah. Going to be on the stages across the East Coast. Maybe not. We've already You've already taken it to Dubbo. Dubbo. <laughs> Yeah. But be, don't miss it out. Don't miss it. It will be the maybe the last. Yeah, two, I maybe. mean, I've I open I'll to think maybe about more. Adelaide, but then I'll, then I'll put that show to bed. Yeah. And, um, so you don't want to miss it. Yeah. So keep an ear out yeah. for it. And I have merch. Yes, get get on the merch as it's well. <laughs> Bring your wallets, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and tip graciously. Yeah, buy some merch. Yes. Well. Thanks so much for coming Thank on the you, podcast. Jared. Thanks for having much me. Much appreciated. Uh, That's the end. I never know how to say. Mm. Uh, I never know how to say goodbye. So I, I, I guess I already did. Yeah. Yeah. See ya. Thank you.